Welcome to the Orange Podcast, where we pause, ponder, and pivot on this journey we call life. I'm your host and friend, Priscilla Passion. I'm so grateful that you are here today. Yo, I'm legit grateful. Thank you for joining in. Happy New Year. It's 2024. Um, In the past, I've been trying to be intentional about not marking my podcast by saying years and dates and holidays but you know I find that there's a beauty in being able to go back and be like wow I I remember that year I remember that holiday and so I'm marking it happy new year happy 2024 you may listen to this at a different time in the year and that's okay thank you for joining this is the orange podcast and we're ready to go So, you know, it's a new year, and typically when you come into a new year, most people come into the new year with a goal, with just something new in mind that they want to accomplish within the next 12 months or whatever, just something they want to start. And so today, I want to go through my 2024 ins and outs. What am I bringing into this year and what have I already brought into this year? Because frankly, we are already a couple weeks into the year. So what have I brought in? What am I trying to keep in? And what am I kicking out of this year? So in this podcast, I'm going to move in a free flow state. There are times when I have more things written down. Um, There are other times where I flow. Today I'm a flow I'm not too much worried about time, and I'm just going to talk. So let's start. My very first in that I'm welcoming into the new year is more scripture. So I'm including in my day more of God's word, being persistent about it. And honestly, it's been a few weeks into the new year by now, and it's a great time to record a podcast of this nature because usually around this time is when people start to use lose their fervor and their strength and their goals. And I honestly am finding myself in that same in that same spot with all the things that I'm trying to invite in. And so I'm inviting in more scripture and it's been a beautiful challenge. One thing I've observed by including scripture in my day, every day, is that the Bible is not passive. Whenever you read, the Bible is influencing and inspiring you and it's filling your spirit and it's causing you to be aware of other things that maybe you weren't aware of had you not read that scripture or had you not you know, started that discipline of practicing taking in God's word and eating it on a daily basis. And I'm finding that it has been changing my perspective and my vision about certain experiences, certain relationships, people's connections, habits, and things of that nature. So inviting more of scripture in my life has shown to be, you know, like influential in a way that I wasn't prepared for I thought that it was just I was going to make all these changes but really it's the scripture that's changing me and really like we need the bible like we really need scripture to change us the world has so much to say and we take so much into our spirits 
in our minds and we develop habits and theories and practices all based off the world. And it's really beautiful to revolutionize your vision and your approach to the world just by the word of God. It's beautiful. So because I'm reading more scripture, meditating on more scripture, what's out for me is believing the devil. I realized toward the end of the year, last year, that I listened to the devil a lot. That the things that I think and meditate about and believe upon are not God's word. When you start to really listen to God's word and you realize some of the things he said, the things that he believed, the declarations, the promises, all of that stuff, and you compare that to what you've been thinking, you realize you never, you know, you weren't hearing God. You were hearing the enemy. And the enemy, he has come and he wants to steal, kill, and destroy us. He doesn't like us and he lies to us. And intentionally lying, he's intentionally lying to us to just keep us from our promise, keep us from who God wants us to be and just keep us from getting closer to him. He wants to dim our light he wants to make sure that we look at God in a in a way that we look at God as an enemy, as as someone who's doing something against us, who doesn't like us, who's not giving us what we want, who's making our life hard, who's making us da 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 da. He's antagonizing us and he's becoming the accuser. And without the word being like a daily part of our lives, we will believe his lies. So for me, believing him is out. I'm realizing now that uh, I'm probably going to have to do a part two to this because I'm passionate about these ends and I'm passionate about these outs because they are the testimony of my life. Like this is personal for me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to hold you forever, but I'm going to get through a few more. So the first thing is I'm inviting in more scripture and I'm releasing and kicking out the lies of the enemy. Secondly, I'm inviting in more reading, okay? So at the end of the year, I realized that what I wanted out was all this extra phone time. I'm like, man, this is just not working for me. I realized that being on my phone aimlessly was increasing anxiety inside of me, making me antsy, not making me feel calm. And so I'm inviting in more reading. I read that we, you know, experts suggest that we should only be taking in like 30 minutes of social media a day. And when you look at your screen time, for those who have iPhones or I don't know what the droids got, and you see how much time you spent on your phone and how much time you spent on certain apps, it's actually kind of embarrassing. Like time is a commodity that we cannot get back. Like we will never be able to live this day again. You will never be able to go back to 2023. You will never be able to get that opportunity back. And so we have to take our time back and really be more conscious about how we are using the time that we do have. And for me, just using the time, like looking at other people's lives and I, I care about other people, but like, if you're not in my present life, in my current circle, why am I taking in so much information about you? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, what am I doing here? 
And so I decided that was not for me. Like, I don't want to just sit around and just, like, look at stuff just for no reason, you know. And I also decided I didn't want to go cold turkey. So I have just given myself boundaries instead of just cutting it off because it is important to me in some regard. I've just decided to spend less time and I monitor my time on there and I look at my screen time average on a daily basis because I don't want it to get crazy. And I realized that inviting more reading into my life has given me pure enjoyment of the, of the imagination. Like, I just love the words that come off the page and I've been finding that Words are spiritual. Words are beautiful. Words can reach you in a way that social media can never reach you. The words that I've been reading have been just so inspiring to me and have really been like helping to curate how I look at things. Reading has affected how I interact with people. Like, I'm just more focused and more concentrated with the people that I'm with. And I'm monitoring and observing in a deeper way than before. Um, And I'm actually interested in what I'm looking at. It's helped me to slow down, to calm down, to choose my words wisely. It just honestly even increased, like, an emotional intelligence in me. And also just, like, my level of empathy. So... I am forever indebted to reading because I have felt like since the beginning of the year, I've read two books and they've been fiction books about just like a relationship and life. And like it's spoken to me way more. Like it's so hard to just like watch a hundred videos a day and then try to remember it all and be like, oh, that was such a good video. You just like just going, going through the mugs. And it's like, bruh, that's not for me anymore. I want to be concentrated. I want to be focused and I want to be in a meditative state. And I just, I want to live life more on purpose. When choosing reading material, I am controlling that. I'm deciding that. I'm deciding what I'm going to take in, what I'm going to focus on. I can review a book. But if I'm on TikTok or Instagram, I'm literally getting random bits of information I don't know what the content is, the subject is, who the person is that is hosting that information. Like, I don't know anything. And it's just like, why am I just letting life just come at me? Because that's what it is when you just scroll. You're just letting life come at you. And so I want to be more of a producer on uh, social media apps rather than just a consumer. So, yeah, more reading. I'm taking in more reading and I'm kicking out aimless scrolling. Lastly, and I'm going to pick up in my next episode, I am inviting into my life more human interaction. (laughs) It sounds funny just to say that, like human interaction. But no, seriously, I have heard so much lately of I don't like people like I like I like to be myself and by myself. And I don't I don't like girls and I don't like to hang out with dudes. like it's just crazy. Everybody's saying how they just don't like people anymore. And I think it's a trick of the enemy. I think there's a beauty in sitting with someone, looking at them eye to eye, hearing their voice. Like, just think about this. When you're alone with someone and you're talking to them, there's a value in that moment because nobody is able to hear the conversation that you're exchanging with that person. Nobody. 
And as much as I love my long-distance friends and I'm keeping up with them, it's nothing like just old-school in, uh, interaction with someone right in front of you. Like, I'm inviting that into my life. I had gotten to a point, especially in the pandemic, where I, I turned more inward and avoided certain interactions and didn't want to hug and didn't want to speak to people and didn't want to shake hands and didn't didn't want to say good morning and that sounds so terrible to confess but like seriously we have let the culture kind of like influence us into into just being like loners and like professing that that is like the greatest thing ever and it is good in a season but I think God made us for human interaction. The Bible says that where two or three are gathered, there I am in the midst. You see the beauty of that? He's saying, like, when you're with other people, I am certain. Like, he is he is defining that moment as a moment where he manifests himself. And so I am inviting in to 2024 more human interaction. So if you hear this and you live near me, let's go to coffee. So as I'm inviting in human interaction, I'm avoiding um, and releasing out of my life, avoiding connections and avoiding conversations. And, you know, because it's just not healthy. <laughs> like relationships truly are a currency. And that's really how you learn, how you, you know, interact with people, how you can elevate your life is through talking to somebody else hearing somebody else's perspective, being inspired and encouraged by somebody who's outside of your circle, getting out of your comfort zone and just like hanging out with people laughing without looking down at that stupid phone and just like enjoying the moment and being in the present. I think it's a it's a lost art and I'm bringing it back, um, you know, within the relationships I have and the spaces that I occupy. I want to be more present and I also want to, like, invite in eye contact. I, for a minute, start avoiding eye contact. And I think it was more, like, out of insecurity and just, like, it just being weird being around people. But I'm no longer confessing, oh, I'm not a people person. I don't like people. Like, I've never said that anyway. At the core of myself, I'm an extrovert. And I do enjoy people. I think there's a beauty in people. Um, and so I think that what people are missing, though, is the ability to navigate relationship, the ability to love and the ability to give grace and mercy and to be non-judgmental and just have listening skills. I think we lost all of those soft skills. So dealing with people, of course, is going to be challenging when you don't have the skill to even deal with them or to um, connect with them in the first place. So I'm inviting in human interaction, dinners and dances and watching movies and having conversation and playing card games and playing chess, which is like my new favorite thing. So yeah, these are my first few ins and outs. I have a couple more on my list, but I'll share them on my next episode. So thank you guys for listening. I hope that you are inspired to create your own in and out list. And I hope that you will hold on to it. It's easy to slip. It's easy to get off the train around, you know, mid-January, late January, and stop doing the things that you said you were going to do. I challenge you to stay focused at least for 21 days to develop that habit because some of the things that we are wanting to do are great, 
but we are going to be pressed on and pushed back by the flesh, by our old habits that don't want to conform to the new way. But I challenge you to hold on and stay in a fight, fight the fight, the good fight of faith. And thank you guys again for listening to the Orange Podcast. I'll check you out on our next episode. Until then, be blessed and explore and enjoy. Thank you for listening to the Orange Podcast. It means a lot that you stayed this long. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe and leave a review. If you are looking for ways to support this show, click the link in the description below. See you next time for a fresh squeeze of the Orange Podcast. Have a colorful day.